This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, National Poetry Day uh, this year will be marked on Friday with events and competitions large and small nationwide. Here in Dunedin, it's a prelude to National Poetry Day. The New Zealand Society of Authors, in partnership with uh, Dunedin Public Libraries, is bringing 10 acclaimed Otago poets together for a very special evening tomorrow at the Dunningham Suite of the Dunedin Central Library. Here to tell us more about that are two of the featured writers, uh, Diane Brown and Ian Loughran. Good to have you with us, both of you. Thanks for coming in today. Morning, Jeff. Good morning. Ian, uh, listen will be familiar of course with your Otago Access Radio Show All Good Poems Wear Travelling Shoes a, a fresh edition of which goes to air this Saturday I think at noon It, it does indeed You're a man with his finger on the pulse uh, because no less than six of the featured uh, readers for tomorrow night's event have been guests on your programme That's right and I hope to uh, eventually include all of them uh, as my goal is to get as many uh, local and visiting poets on the show as possible but yeah six of the poets that will be reading uh, on Thursday I've had the pleasure of interviewing and having them read on my show so yeah I've, I've got an insight into how well they read and the quality of their work so I think it's going to be a really good evening on Thursday. Diane the, the, uh, the title for this event is Decadence 10 Otago Poets why Decadence? Sad, sadly, that wasn't my um, title, but um, Kay Mercer at the library um, came up with that, and she just came up with it because normally in, in the last few years with Poetry Day, we've just had about three readers, and this time <clears throat> I thought that we would go the whole way and have ten, um, so that's why it's called Decadence, a sort of richness of um, pleasure. An abundance, indeed. Abundance. <laughs> So for the benefit of our listeners, perhaps you could uh, run through briefly the, the list of readers who will take part in tomorrow night. Sure. Ian. Well, um, Ian is the uh, MC, as we've already said. <clears throat> then we've got David Eggleton, who, of course, won um, the Poetry Book of the Year uh, this year with his conch trumpet. Then we've got Lindley Edmedes, who's an exciting uh, new poet with her first collection recently launched. We've got Richard Rees, people probably know him. Um, Robin Marie Pickens is a find of mine, I'll claim her, because she started off as a student of mine, and the first day when she came to the class and read something, everybody said, what are you doing here? In other words, she didn't need to be in my (laughs) class. (laughs) And I sort of thought, oh, (laughs) should I send her home now? I mean, she was so clearly talented from the beginning. Um, but she still came to class, so that was good. Um, Alan Roddick, who is the um, uh, editor of Brash, um, the um, poems, and has a new collection of his own, um, which is due to be launched shortly. Um, Carolyn McCurdy, who's a local poet, has been around for quite a long time. Uh, Michael Harlow, who's coming from Clyde. Um, he's just had a new book um, launched um, last week, Emma Neal, people will be familiar with her work, um, and um, Vincent O'Sullivan, who's been the um, Poet Laureate and has a long, very distinguished career, and finally um, myself at the end. So a fine lineup of established <coughs> and emerging poets. Um, entry to this event is a mere $5. You've c- clearly deliberately made this accessible. Yes, it has been uh, free in the past, but um, funding for these kinds of events is very difficult to come by. So we've decided to charge it $5. That's really for the glass of wine and something to eat yeah. um, <laughs> and fine music 
to begin with. Tell us a little uh, more about that. The music. Mm. Um, I'm not quite sure who's playing. But to a be jazz, honest. I understand it's a bit of, of jazz. some kind. Yeah. So how that's a lot of uh, readers and writers to get, readers. to get through. How yes. will the format of the evening go? Um, well, we have um, each person's got a grand seven minutes, so it's it'll like be a picture kucha of poetry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how long is picture kucha? Oh, a bit shorter than that. Yeah, it is. Um, so it'll be fast moved. Um, there will be, not be long introductions because uh, we haven't got time for that. But these people are all pretty. Most people are pretty well known anyway. Um, so um, I think it'll be uh, quite entertaining. And fortuitously, we've got five men and five women. I did not plan that. Um, <laughs> so yeah. it's Just like a dinner, a dinner party. We've got one man, one woman. Lovely. <laughs> naturally gravitating towards uh, the politically correct, even if you didn't intend to. No. Uh, now, look, Diana, you and other featured poets here work in other forms as well. The poetry is the focus for tomorrow. What does poetry offer you, for example, that other forms don't? I just love its conciseness, um, really, um, and I love the form of it. Um, I get a little bit impatient. Uh, I mean, I've written novels, but description... It's not one of my favourite things. Um, so I just love pairing something down as far as I can. To, um, But I still like narrative as well, so I like to have both of them with as few words as possible. You mentioned that there are emerging writers, poets, uh, uh, among those represented tomorrow night. Uh, you know, What's your sense at the moment as to... Um, the kind of the health of the scene, if you if you know what I mean, from a younger person's perspective. Um, well, I'm not a young person myself, obviously, but from um, I think poetry is really um, thriving in Dunedin. I think we have an enormous amount of poets for a city this size, um, and I always say that um, people come here as uh, poetry refugees because they can't afford to live anywhere else, because let's face it, poetry is not a money-making uh, prospect. Um, so we've got a lot of people here, and they are really sort of, with the City of Literature um, now, <coughs> UNESCO City of Literature, the Dunedin is, there's all kinds of things happening, so I don't know when the do you in like know about that? The poetic um, poems on um, parking meters that we're going to get poems at the back yeah. of your parking ticket. So um, there's a meeting on Thursday about that. Yes. I think that's going to be where well, basically there's the, the parking tickets in Dunedin are going to have a poem on the back of them. So, you know, this is not tickets for infringement parking, but when you pay and you display. So they trialled that at the Vogel Street party last yes, year. I think there's, yeah. there's one of those still operating at Toy Tuatago Settlers Museum. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a different thing. That's where you, you, those ones where you push the button and get a poem out, this mm. is where you're paying for your parking. Yeah. But on the rear of the parking ticket, there'll be a selection. I think they've chosen eight for the, for the trial run. Uh, eight poem, eight short poems, obviously, because you can't have a you know an opus on there. Um, so you know you, you'll get a di- hopefully a different poem each time you pass. Fantastic. So it's a good idea. I think it's going to be rolled out very soon. Ian, you have a very good grasp on what's happening, kind of on the live scene in terms of poetry at the moment. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, there, is, uh, there was um, there was a reading last night. The, the Octagon Collective did a reading at the uh, Dog with Two Tails, and that was very well attended. Uh, we had poets of all ages, um, uh, all styles. Uh, the 
Kay Mackenzie Cook and Murray Edmonds were the featured poets. Uh, it was a very good evening, but also the Dunedin Slam Collective have regular readings too at the Otago University Bookshop, and that's taken off over the last two years or so. Um, it, it, you, you generally, in the past, you see poetry being quite cyclic. It gets, uh, and it's it's been a little bit the case in Dunedin where. it's like a lot of some of the arts where it's generated by university students and when they leave it it dies a bit until you know the next but I think uh, it's been quite consistently uh, active now for poetry for the older poets and younger poets in Dunedin Mm. so you you can get whatever your fix of poetry is Uh, there's quite a few gigs going on Um, and even as as you'll know yourself, some of the live bands are including poets in their in their sets. <laughs> Indeed, there's another opportunity coming up on Friday the second of September at the Cook for anyone who might be going to see the Five yes. Tens play. Oh, so the Crown, a very, very good band um, <laughs> that uh, do incorporate poetry in, ah. in their set. What about the landscape in terms of publishing? How would you describe that at the moment? The opportunity for for poets of you know, established and otherwise to get their work published? Um, that is always quite difficult. But Otago University Press seem to be doing quite a lot of uh, collections at the moment. <clears throat> um, beautiful books, hardcover some of them. Um, and so they're very uh, supportive and keen. Um, and I guess quite a lot of young poets start off with a self-published book or something that's been partially funded by someone. So... It's a bit easier to actually to get poetry published than fiction, for instance, mm. which is um, not in such a healthy state as uh, poetry, I don't uh, think. So whereas maybe six years ago it wasn't looking very good at all, it now is. And I think there's more interest because poetry does not – read well or seem to reproduce well in, in e-books so it's more that the book of poetry as an artifact as something beautiful to look at seems to be um, <clears throat> really uh, quite popular at the moment Ian I know you love the performance <coughs> element that's really your thing yeah. um, Diane what about you um, the opportunity to to read your own work in front of an audience is it important? Is it necessary? Is it enjoyable? Does it scare you? All of the above. <laughs> um, no, I, I love it. To be honest, I started off and I used to live in Auckland and I started off reading um, poetry there in the pub scene, uh, Poetry Live it was called. I'm going back quite a long time. And at that time I had young children. I was stuck in the suburbs um, and I didn't really have a collection of like-minded people around me. So I, I discovered going to uh, poet to read at poetry nights. And I wasn't very good. I was very shy and quiet and nobody could hear me. Uh, and then one established poet took me under his wing and told me how to perform. And... Um, I just started, I just became addicted to it. You know, sometimes I'd go along and think, oh, I'm not going to read tonight. I don't really feel like it. And then I'd get there and really want to get up there. Um, so it is important. And I think it's important to get to, for the poet to get the feedback from people that are listening and um, to laugh at the right moment or possibly cry or whatever. It's, um, and it's, 
only through reading aloud that you can really um, hear the lines and the internal rhythms and rhyme and so on, uh, that it really does help with the writing of poetry. And I guess help from the other end as well, from those who are consumers of the poetry. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, And I think, you know, there there are poets and poets and some poets don't particularly like uh, reading their work um, aloud, but it is kind of necessary these days if you want to uh, sell it and so on um, but the, and there's also some poems that possibly read better on the page than they do um, so I always choose what I'm going to read and uh, something I tend to read something that's a little bit more accessible in a brief moment Ian when you write is that with performance in mind? Um that's a hard question. Uh, there's, a, there's a number of things going on. Um, I, I wouldn't say so. Um, it probably is in the back of my mind, but I just tend to really have a theme or a message that I want to get across. But I think, so that's, that's the core of the poem, but I think in terms of how the poem feels, then uh, I guess uh, being a performer, then that does play into it. So it'll be important to me that that it's got a, a very ryth- a rhythm to it. And I think that's what you're saying, you know, the difficulty in publishing. I think um, these days a poet has to look at all the options open to them, as well as the established book of poems. You have the whole digital online presence, which poetry lends itself to by its short nature. Uh, and the performance element also lends itself. You know, you can't go to a pub and read a whole novel out. Oh, well, you could, but yeah. You know. um, so, you know, in that sense, it's one of the reasons why poetry is, is, is so popular at the moment because, you know, it does lend itself to a variety of mediums. Mm-hmm. So why a National Poetry Day? Why, sh- why is it important to dedicate a day to it in this way? Well, I think at the moment we, we, we've got accolades and, and plaudits for our athletes. I think it's a good idea to, you know, we have World Cups and Shields for rugby and gold medals for athletes, so why not have a have a day supporting poetry? You know, it's an important part of everyone's lives. It's, you know, it's a a, a creative endeavour that everyone can be part of regardless of talent or uh, money or status or everyone can do it exactly Um, I I think we don't have pay much attention to artists of any kind Um, but uh, so I think it's absolutely vital that we um, have a a national poetry day and uh, because you never know you might get someone along that's never um, hasn't read poetry since they had that um, possible liking beaten out of them at school um, by uh, some teacher who wanted them to say what the meaning was and they couldn't get it and so on and so forth. So a lot of people are absolutely terrified of poetry until such time as they might really be looking for a poem to express how they're feeling. You know, if somebody's died or people are getting married and suddenly poetry um is back in their heads again. But so just the chance to turn someone new onto poetry is a, is a really great thing. 
Well, you'll get a wonderful opportunity tomorrow evening, of course. Uh, decadence, 10 Otago Poets at the Dunedin Public Library in the Dunningham Suite. Things get underway 6 o'clock, I see. 5.30 five for five. the music and drinks. <coughs> okay. So it's 5.30 for 6. 6 uh, when we kick off with the intro and the readings. Advisable to book for this one? Uh, yeah, probably is. There might be tickets on the night, but I can't... So guarantee that. Just to reserve your spot, you can either email library at dcc.govt.nz or give them a call. I'd advise you to give them a call, 474-3690. That's 474-3690, and you'll pay just $5 on the door. Get your glass of uh, wine or orange juice, uh, have a mix and mingle, and then settle down for what I'm sure will be a wonderful evening. Uh, just for those who might be arranging transport, when do you expect it to kind of wrap up tomorrow night? Um, it'll be closed by um, 8 o'clock at the latest. Right. Ian Loughran and Diane Brand, thanks so much for joining us on the awesome morning show today. Thank you. Thank you. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.